0: inspiring entertaining informative this This is is the the inspire Inspire one billion Billion People people podcast where we discuss the issues affecting underserved communities to get the voice of the people and now here's your host rick cruz
1: So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this podcast. This is the Inspire 1 billion people podcast. This is our first official podcast. So allow me to formally introduce myself again. My name is Rick Cruz. I, uh, just a little bit about me. I am a licensed residential and commercial real estate broker, realtor in the states of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Mississippi. I am a registered representative. I hold my series six, seven, 63, 66, SIE, licenses, insurance, life and health, annuities. Um, which means I'm fully registered in the states of South Carolina with the Department of Insurance and with FINRA. I'm a graduate of Purdue University with a, with a degree in finance and wealth management. And I am currently pursuing my MBA with American University's Colgate School of Business. I spent years in the financial industry, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm a thought leader in the global sustainable impact organization space. I'm a, I am a, a co-founder of IOBP. The acronym stands for Inspire 1 Billion People, Inc., a charitable 501c nonprofit organization registered with the Secretary of State of North Carolina. So just to set some expectations about this podcast, today's podcast will be brief. I will introduce you to IOBP by answering five basic questions um, that any social impact organization should be prepared to answer. Now, these questions were actually given to me by potential donors and sponsors. So I decided to answer them on this podcast. Now, the first question is, um, what traction do you already have, especially revenue? Now, I know you're not supposed to answer a question with a question, but this one time in return, I ask, how do you quantify events? Um, this year, our first year of operations, we were able to demonstrate two key points in the IOBP pillars. One is the emotional wellness pillar for adults, and the other is childhood literacy. Our original goals for 2022 were threefold. One was visibility, two, partnerships, three, impact. Now, the traction that we had toward those goals included thousands of visitors to our website. We hosted a children's literacy event series that had approximately 200 people in attendance and impacted 75 local children. That was a series or combination of a series of six events over two weekends held at the Children's Museum. Um, We also co-hosted a women's wellness workshop in collaboration with our clinical therapy practice focused on breaking the stigma around mental health and it also provided tips for overall well-being for women that impacted local women in the area. We partnered with local organizations to send children to summer camp. We provided activities to, uh, activities and support to retirement centers for the elderly. We supported local mothers against gun violence and a host of other organizations, projects and events on a local, international and national levels. We hosted a short list of micro events. Our peer-to-peer giving over the last four years has been close to $100,000 based on our founder's contributed capital alone. We established a partnership with Home Depot in support of our, our community projects. We have received support from local businesses and organizations to partner with us on future events. We received our first grant from Entergy in Mississippi during the last quarter of 2022. Now, that is all information that reflects quality and quantity for 2022, which was technically our first year in operations where we began to build our own events. Now, question number two is about value creation. And the question is what is the value that you're creating for someone in their eyes? Um, to that, I say there's nothing more important or there's nothing more valuable than family. The value that IOBP is creating is going straight to the foundation to provide support at the family system level, the family unit is the major structure in any neighborhood, any city, any community. Um, That's what we're supporting, and that's the value. Whether that means teaching a kid how to read or making sure that the parents are emotionally well and stable, these are all non-negotiable things that we miss in the broader strokes that we take in society. We look at social problems, but we don't look at what they're made of or what they are the consequences of, and that's what IOBP seeks to address. Our mission is to help families on a micro, meso and macro levels. Micro, individual and family group. Meso, small group, macro community. And this is all starting young in the formative years or, or developmental stages with reading, writing and arithmetic. And then on to different family system levels. Now to create amazing value, you know, we have to situate these family units in their community, um, in their culture, in their space and use a person and environment approach to strengthening them where they are exposing them to capacity building tools and having a think globally serve locally mentality about it that transcends local communities now question number three is how will you or someone get paid well first off we're nonprofit. i think a better question might be how will we capture value right um so first we need to resource this effort to learn as much about the community as possible while harvesting intellectual property and bringing in the people that we're actually trying to impact to learn about them or learn from them. Uh, we have to have our donors, our investors, and our stakeholders understand what the value is for growing capacity um, using a deductive and inductive model, like do a qualitative project to find out what they need, get the voice of the people. We have to situate underprivileged families in and communities in the broader society. Address the disparities, situate, not isolate, not marginalize, not continue to have an us against them mentality. We need to spread awareness about how growing and strengthening, strengthening these communities can serve the broader society. Because if we continue to have these disparities among historically underserved communities, In literacy, social skills, and growing capacity, it burdens the larger society. So these are historically underserved communities that deserve the opportunity to be in the mainstream of society. So to do this, we need funding. You know, this needs to be resourced. Every book, every seminar, every talk, every time. We share intellectual property that has to have value from beginning to end. The value may not be direct. It takes time. It takes generations to build capacity to a point where we can see somebody actually learned a skill or something that we were trying to teach them, and they were actually able to use it to give back in some way. Now, to fund our efforts overall, we plan to access grant and donor funding. And question number four is, what data do you have to support your strategy? And uh, just to answer this question, I defer to my wife. Um, We were speaking one day, and she came up with this quote off the cuff. I mean, I just thought it was brilliant, so I use it. Um, she said, I wish there was a way to qualify and quantify hope, to have someone see, know, and understand, and be treated with dignity, respect, human kindness, and love. To increase their self-worth is not easy. It's not direct, and you might not see the evidence of it right away. You know, that's really what we're doing. We're trying to reach communities that haven't been reached before for whatever reason. As far as tangible ideas, um, we can track the impact of our programs or events by sending a survey afterwards. Uh, the community can have a chance to report back specific instances where we made a difference in someone's lives thanks to our, su- thanks to our supporters' uh, contributions or donations. But ultimately, we know what we're building will take time and patience and love. Question number five is how can someone help, which is a great question. Um, you can help by giving a charitable donation on our website or contacting us directly at inspire1billionpeople.org to partner with us on a future community event. You can volunteer your time or skills to help us spread the word about IOBP in your local community. You can contact us and we'll support you in that effort. Or you can simply purchase merchandise on our online store. So help us spread the word and uh, contact us to discuss any future opportunities uh, to work with us. I'm all the welcome. Now that concludes the first official podcast for Inspire One Billion People. Feel free to leave a comment or email us any questions that you may have at info at inspire1billionpeople.org. Or you can email me personally at Rick Cruz at inspire1billionpeople.org. Thank you. Again, this is Rick Cruz, and it is my organization's goal to inspire 1 billion people.
0: you just listened to the Inspire One Billion People Podcast. Brought to you by Inspire One Billion People, Inc., a charitable 501C nonprofit organization. You can support our organization by visiting inspire1billionpeople.org to give a tax-deductible donation or by purchasing merchandise on our online store. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, friends, be well.